All right. Let's let's do some stretches. Let's do some breathing. Let's talk about some games. But first, I'm going to need you to take a deep breath with me. You cool with that? I can do that. Okay, ready? In. Out. Okay, now that we're nice and relaxed, let's head off the show. Hello, my name is Declan Verbencore, and welcome to the newest episode of Call of Save Point, but not for me. Today we're going to be talking about Spider-Man PS4. Um, I totally forgot the... uh, introduce introductory part but that's okay we're rolling with it i am so full of energy i'm jazzed up and i'm ready to go my name is declan verbicore i'm your host i am your web-headed maniac coming at you live and uh over here is i am j jonas jameson and fuck spider-man oh no he sucks this sucks no 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 fuck spider-man spider-man is an asshole couldn't tell you why, but fuck that Please. guy. Don't fuck Spider Man. No. Just kidding. I'm your I'm your co-host Tully Hodgkinson of the podcast Call Save Point, but not for me. Oh, that was close. Oh fuck, dude, that was close. Shit. Woo. Anyway, so today we're gonna be talking about Spider Man PS4. If I didn't make it completely obvious when I was doing my tangent. Um, <laughs> can we talk about that? That was fucking crazy. What? 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 What are we you talking about? You just came out of the gate swinging. Yeah, um, I was gaslighting you. I I made it seem like it was gonna be chill, and uh, then I ran. <laughs> All right. Oh man. Anyway, so the web-headed menace cool guy dumbass which one which one are we saying cool guy i guess yeah okay unless are we are we a pro j jonah jameson podcast no is this a no. j jonah jameson household uh no because uh triple j probably believes in like um defunding uh man never mind He's definitely uh, like an allegory for like a fucking like a far right wing podcast yeah, I was, though, right? <laughs> I was I was gonna say, um I, I couldn't think of the name. Uh Planned Parenthood. Yeah, he's definitely out there trying to defund Planned Parenthood. That's what I was trying to say. Like, like if, if that's not a fucking spoof of the Ben Shapiro show, I don't know what is. Right. The fact that he has a podcast in this game is pretty sweet. Um, I thought we could do like a tie-in with it, but then I was like, "Well, it kind of sucks." <laughs> he's a he's a big uh, police guy. Throughout the entire game, he's talking about how Spider-Man's a menace, and we need the police out there. It's their jobs. Yeah, he's definitely flying like a Blue Lives Matter flag at his house. Exactly. So yeah, we are uh, pro Spider-Man. We are pro Feast. Um, <laughs> unless it comes out that uh, Spider-Man's like a white supremacist or something. So, 
Spider-Man PS4, let's talk experience, just like uh, we do in every episode. Um, so, just that. Uh, what is your previous experience with this game? Um, you know, it really isn't much. I I played... Well, to preface, I got this game when I got my PS4. I believe I got my PS4 in 2019. Mm. Um, and I got this game along with like any major PS4 exclusive that was out at the time. So right. I didn't, I didn't play it much. I think I only played like the first hour or two. Right, because um, I know you. You're a big Xbox uh, <laughs> aficionado. Well, not not really. It was more so like I got more. I I found myself being more enthralled with other games, right? Like mm-hmm. I played through um I played through God of War, I played through mm-hmm. all of the Uncharted games. Um and all like I said, I we sh- we should visit. <laughs> yeah. But like I legit did play or I got maybe like 6 or 7 PS4 games all in one day, so it was just kind of, you know, jumping between them and then I managed to get stuck on some and Others kind of got put to the wayside, and Spider-Man was one of those. Right. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of uh, PlayStation exclusives that uh, you definitely should not give any flack. Um, So I can see why you might have uh, flocked more towards, like, you know, God of War and maybe uh, Bloodborne and Uncharted, but I, I... I don't know why I said Bloodborne because I know you haven't beaten that. <laughs> I did always mean to return to Spider-Man though. That was always the plan. I just never ended up getting around to it, but hmm. it was an inevitability at some point. Well, I'm glad I could uh, kickstart that notion. <laughs> um, my experience with the game, I was hyped for its release. Um, and then like, a month before it actually did come out, I was kind of like, oh, it's going to be a superhero game, you know, I shouldn't get my hopes up, it's not going to be good. And then uh, it dropped, and it it sounded fucking awesome, and everyone was giving it high praise, and I was like, shit, I gotta check it out. At the time, I was still a high school kid, barely making any money, so I couldn't really buy it for myself. Um, so, I had my PS4, and i was in english class i remember this and uh one of the people i sat next to was uh kind of listening in my conversation eavesdropping you no i'm just kidding it it turned out to be good because we were talking about the game and uh, he was like oh shit i could totally lend it to you i already beat it and everything just as long as you get it back to me and i was like dude really i barely know you (laughs) you know we we don't talk (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And uh, dude, wh- dude whipped it out the next day, and I was like, "Shit!" Took it home, and I beat it in like three days. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I uh, loved every second of the game when I first played it, and uh, you know, I think I can say the same for now. It was a, uh, it was amazing uh, playthrough, and uh, it, it's a real tearjerker. Um, so right about here, if you plan on playing the games, I would put in the uh, the old spoiler notice. Um, this is probably not your cup of tea if you're still planning on playing this game. Usually, 
it's not a big deal when we talk about spoilers because we we've talked about some pretty old games so far <laughs> but uh this is still fairly fresh yeah this is like this is new enough where i would i would put pause to you know making sure we don't accidentally spoil it for new people yeah yeah come back if you if you don't want spoilers um because we're gonna have to touch on at least a few uh, in this discussion i believe <laughs> mm-hmm so, um, that being said, what did you think overall about the game? Like the story, the combat, just lay it all on me. Uh, well, I, I will say I was pleasantly surprised. I, I mean, I didn't necessarily go into this game expecting it to be bad per se, but Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. I, I feel like I had hit a stride where I wasn't sure if an open world game is what I wanted to be playing at the moment, you know? Right. And so I hopped into it and I actually had, I had a ton of fun. I mean, the, I mean, the web swinging obviously is like the pinnacle of any Spider-Man game. And if it's not good, then your fucking Spider-Man game isn't good. But the web swinging in this game is fucking fantastic. It feels so like effortless. And I mean, like, the game's ability to retain your momentum despite like the little fuck ups you might find along the way is incredible. Like you have to mm-hmm. like you have to go out of your way to really slow yourself down if you want to. And I I really appreciate that cuz there are definitely times where I like you know I like slam face first into a building cuz I can't turn in time, but then Spider-Man just like runs along the side of it and I and then I I jump off and I continue my web swinging as if nothing had happened and it's little things like that where the game just does such a good job of keeping your motion going mm-hmm. even when you know you might fuck up it's it's incredible yeah and you know I would even go as far as to say that um the web swinging makes it really kind of not even seem like an open world game all that much even though it is because it doesn't like how, with how fast you're moving along the map it doesn't even seem like getting to and from places is like a chore it, it kind of just seems like you're on a single map just going back and forth uh between objectives mm-hmm. but I it definitely is thought, open world <laughs> yeah for sure i had the same thought while i was playing though like i noticed like at a certain point the game gives you fast travels but with like the combination of web slinging and the game the game's map not even necessarily being that big it's almost like you don't even need it cuz you're just like i mean you're just having fun swinging from building to building in Manhattan it's it's just like it's completely seamless and the game while it gives you the opportunity to kind of move around you know faster via the the fast travel it almost is like not even worth it right because if you're not if you're not web slinging a spider-man what the fuck are you doing in a spider-man game you know yeah and it's almost like the uh the loading time going on like the 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 subway uh might actually even be longer than if you were just swinging to the place yeah that too (laughs) so i mean they did a really really great job uh with the parkour the movement abilities and like all of the uh the web swinging Mm-hmm. And the fact that uh, you can like sprint up buildings. I know in previous Spider-Man games it was a real fucking hassle to get up the sides of fucking walls. Mm-hmm. 
so yeah, I think they did an amazing job with uh, Spider-Man's movement. Combat, on the other hand, is uh, surprisingly pretty much like the same. It it feels it feels really good. Your punches feel like they have impact, and uh, the, just when you get tired of a certain enemy type, they'll bring in another one. Minus in the DLC, they have Gatling gun guys, and they piss me the fuck off. But really, I mean, it, it keeps things fresh with your uh, w- with the combination of. Um, regular attacking dodging and uh special um skills you can get in the uh, skill trees for sure it's definitely like the thing that i appreciate about this is the game um and this is specifically talking about the um like the level system the game doesn't so much focus on giving you a ton of different like web swinging abilities right like spider-man's ability to web swing is i mean that's that's spider-man right so it doesn't like Mm -hmm. it doesn't completely take away all of like spider-man's web swinging abilities to force you to level up more to regain those like for the most part except for like a handful of different abilities you can get to kind of keep your momentum going or even speed you up it really doesn't hinder your experience with web swinging what it really focuses on is like combat abilities and that's where the game does a really good job of using its leveling system to keep the combat fresh you know what i mean whether it be like different combos or um the ability to like disarm enemies and then leveling up said your uh like leveling up said disarming um skill to make it so you can you know disarm bigger weapons or use those weapons after you've disarmed them as like a projectile and then it would take out enemies for you it's things like that that the game does a really good job of you know like i said making sure that the combat never really gets stale Mm -hmm. i definitely agree there um and i i just think like all in all like movement combat um and really whatever i mean spider-man feels nice it's uh it's a stark contrast to uh episode five um arkham asylum like to me in that game batman felt like stiff and um maybe not like an actual like rendition of batman whereas here i feel like flipping around and uh super mobile how like spider-man would be Mm -hmm. i definitely found myself making that comparison too right because a lot of this game does kind of take inspiration from the the arkham games Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to combat but i mean you're right the and stealth yeah but you're absolutely right because in the way that Batman does kind of feel stiff in the Arkham games, like Spider-Man definitely feels like very fluid, even in just like his animations, right? Yeah. Like the game just does a really good job of presenting the fact that Spider-Man is meant to be like this nimble, fast moving like superhero. And it's especially well demonstrated against like the big 
like the really big guys because like you know i mean they're lumbering around like charging at spider-man or throwing these huge punches and here's spider-man like doing backflips to dodge them or like jumping over their heads and like webbing their their faces so they're when they uh when they get stunned and it's just stuff like that where the game not even always necessarily through like the the like the the player actually taking control of spider-man like even in just his animation style it does a very good job of demonstrating like you know you're playing as like arguably a small guy right but that small guy like still packs a huge punch yeah um i think you summed that up perfectly like my thoughts like exactly on that like it, he he definitely feels like he's spider-man and you know it's so contrived to say something like that <laughs> um this game makes you feel like spider-man but it really does L- versus like like i was talking about batman i didn't feel like batman i felt like a piece of cardboard <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. but uh i don't know um so all in all like motion fluidity combat i'd give that all a great i'd give it an a plus i I really (laughs) enjoyed it one of the things i also noticed while i was playing is it it reminded me of doom in a way because i remember talking about in the doom episode how none of the collectibles feel like burdens Mm -hmm. and you know they reward you for collecting them and spider-man is kind of in the same way you know like all of the different objectives you can complete are they're all listed out for you and they're all shown on the map like specifically where they are or where they where they will be and the the game gives you a nice checklist of all the different things that you can collect or complete and none of them are like necessarily super tedious or anything they're all very like you know they're all fun little side projects or just little things and you know as you do them you get more rewards whether that be a new suit or you know new gadgets or just experience in general like it's i just think that's something i really appreciate about games that have collectibles like this is when they can use them as rewards in and of themselves you know what i mean yeah i i think that uh especially since they're they're all optional i think that mm-hmm. uh they really hit it out of the park with that because most of the time they in games like that they might make it like you have to go get at least a couple of them before you can progress but they'll show you one thing that you do in a main story mission and uh, then they unlock it for the rest and you don't have to touch it again you know mm-hmm. And I think uh, player choice there is pretty nice if people want to just blaze through the story rather than, like, collect a bunch of backpack tokens that you need to go to the next spot, you know? Yeah, for sure. Kind of like in Breath of the Wild where in order to get any upgrades, you need to do the uh, uh, shrines. But um, you don't have to do them, but it makes the game a whole lot easier. And I think even that kind of uh, mandatory state kind of puts me off to them and I start to hate them after a while but that's just me mm-hmm. speaking you of uh, that, oh go ahead you making that point kind of reminded me of did you ever play Assassin's Creed 2 
Uh, is that the one where they fuck in the beginning? Yes. Yeah, okay, I, I played the first little bit then. <laughs> okay, well, there is a collectible in that game that the game does not tell you is mandatory, and there is a mm-hmm. certain point where if you hit it in the... Like, if you hit a certain point in the story, you have to go back and collect all the ones that you missed. Yeah, oh, that sucks. That's a that's an example of, like, a bad collectible. That came to mind when you were talking about, like, mandatory stuff. That and... Um... I know you haven't played any of the Yakuza games. Uh, we'll get to those eventually. But um, the Yakuza 0 is great. You don't have to have money for anything. But um, in Kiwami, the first canon game, um, you there, there are a couple missions where they're like, pay this guy off 1 million yen. And I'm like, looking at my shit, I have 25k. And I'm like, fuck. Now I gotta go do all this other dumb bullshit like uh, fight 50 million dudes to just try and get some money and it's so tedious and uh, annoying and I still haven't beaten it even though I loved Zero so much. And yeah. uh, it really kind of just puts you off so I'm really glad that they nailed it with a player choice in this one. Especially with the rewards in the end. Like you didn't need them but you know if yeah, you want. Yeah for sure. Like, the suits specifically are a great example of rewards because, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's a cool cosmetic thing because a lot of them come from, you know, comics canon or the movie canon, like the MCU or the Sam Raimi movies, um, which I notice this game takes a lot of inspiration from is the Sam Raimi movies. Like, the soundtrack really reminds me of those movies. I don't know if All you noticed horns. that, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It's like 100% pulled straight from those movies, and it's really great. Um, the horns and the rising and the falling of the violin strings. Oh, man. You're so right. It's, yeah, it's great. Um, but, I mean, or, like, and the suits also come with, like, the different, like, suit abilities. But, you know, you don't have to use one suit to have that specific suit ability. You can, like, mix and match. So, say you want to wear, like the the iron spider suit but you want to use the the um the suit ability from one of the first suits you get or and you know things like that like i really appreciated that the game allowed you to pick like whatever you wanted to wear but then manage to keep the suit powers separate yeah that is a it is a great touch that you can mix and match what was your favorite suit um suits it it was kind of hard for me. The first time I played, I really liked uh, Spider-Punk. Um, mm-hmm. But that's because I'm edgy. <laughs> um, but this time, um, I like the Spider-Armor Mark IV. I think that's what it was. The one that looks mm-hmm. like it's just Spider-Man's suit. Um, I don't know if you noticed me wearing that one pretty much the whole time. Uh, I th- I think I do now that you mention it, yeah. Yeah, the the one with, like, the green outlines and the eyes are glowing. Yeah, I like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, suit power, though, um, since it's connected to suits, I'd probably have to say I liked either the Electric Punch or the Spider Bro one. Um, how about you, though, for both of those? So, for the suit, I... For, the, for most of the game, I stuck with the Advanced Suit, which is the one that Doc Ock designs for you. Oh, really? Um... 
Yeah, because the one I was really looking forward to was the vintage, the vintage suit, which is like the the comic book style cell shaded one. That oh. one I thought was super fucking cool. I I was like, I started to grind out XP really aggressively after I uh, after I found out about that one because I just think that one is so cool. Yeah, that one is like level forty five. <laughs> yeah, um, that one's cool, and I really like the suitability quips. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, it just makes you talk shit to the enemies. I, I, yeah. it's like, it makes perfect sense because that's like, you know, that's Spider Man shtick in the comics is he's just like a shit talker. So I thought that was really cool. I thought I really appreciated that. Yeah, um, I personally don't like how it the cell shaded meshes with the actual game uh, mm-hmm. graphics. But um, I can see why you'd like it. I put it on for a little bit, and uh, Bria was out in the living room. Should I name drop her? <laughs> I mean, it. I don't think it matters. Yeah, Bria was out in the room, and uh, she saw it. And she was like, that is fucking cool. And I took it off immediately, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, good choice. Uh, how about the power? Uh, I, I usually just stuck with the advanced suit because, Mm. um, I just found it to be particularly useful, you know, and especially when it came to instances where I was super low on health and I needed that, the, I needed the, um, the focus to, to heal or, um, in, in, in areas where there's like a lot of different enemies in the room, I, I found that, I found that ability to be particularly useful when it came to, um, like stringing together combos and then like being able to immediately use like my instant takedown abilities. I, that was usually the one I stuck with for most of the game. Mm-hmm. It makes total sense too. Cause um, that is kind of like the focus, no pun intended um, of every battle is like getting that bar up and uh, instant uh, takedowns, which mm-hmm. uh, is really cool. And they have some pretty cool animations for it. Yeah, for sure. Um, did you ever find yourself using like gadgets inside of combat? Um, kind of. I I tried really hard for a little bit to kind of use more gadgets, and there were definitely times where, when I actually made the conscious effort to remember that I had other gadgets, I would use them. But I found myself relying on the web shooter a lot more than I feel like I should have. Yeah, I literally only use the web shooter other than in cell sections. Because mm-hmm. uh, I just, I couldn't be fucked, you know? I, I didn't really yeah. care. Like, it's not even that any of them are, like, super, like, not at all useful. Like, for the most part, they like, the, the purposes they serve are actually really convenient and nice. And they're yeah. a nice touch that added to the game, but I, like for the most part like no fault to the game itself i would just forget to use them right so let's talk story this is the big thing Um, this is this is where we really have to worry about spoilers folks yeah so i mean talking about gameplay all that that's one thing definitely if you want to save yourself from spoilers do it right now because the story is amazing spoiler alert I loved it. So, now that's out of that. Now that that's out of the way, what what you think? Highs, lows? Is it great? 
I was surprised, to say the least, because the story in this game is very... It's pretty dark, actually, if you yeah. think about it. Especially, um, you know, it's pretty unfortunate that one of the main story beats in this game <laughs> is of a, a virus. <laughs> and, and trying to get the and, vaccine. And trying to get the vaccine, yeah. It, I, I, as, soon as, they, as soon as they brought up a virus, I was like, oh, come on, why... Like you're trying that to I get thought, away from that. <laughs> yeah, that was like super inconvenient. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I actually really liked it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really didn't know what the story was going to be going into it. Like I, I'm actually very surprised how well I avoided the spoilers for this game because I didn't even know like Miles Morales was in it. Right. Um. But, like. I, I mean, I thought every story beat along the way was super interesting, you know? I thought the fact that the game uses Martin Lee as, like, the big bad for, like, half the game, and then, you know, like, like a fucking M. Night Shyamalan twist, it actually turns out in the end that the big bad is going to be Doc Ock, who, like, you know, and, I mean, his story is super tragic, and, you know, they set up him being a villain so well and i i i really thought the story in this game was super good i i was caught off guard by how good it actually was yeah um the whole like build up and like kind of jumping into a place in peter's life that we haven't really seen um the the backstory to we don't know how he got his powers in this in this universe we don't know what his life has been like we don't know anything going in and uh just seeing like him and mj's relationship in shambles to start and then um him and his his uh dynamic uh relationship with yuri the chief of police and um him meeting miles and you know, taking care of Aunt May, even though she's doing really well for herself and, you know, leading all the way up to working with Doc Ock and uh, him eventually going insane by his own design. Mm-hmm. And then one. Sorry, go on. <laughs> then Aunt May dies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I was actually really upset about. That made me cry. Yeah, I cried the first time. I teared up a little bit this time, but, you know. I saw. I watched you tear up. I was like, I I almost didn't want to say anything. I wanted to just let you have the moment, but I thought it would be funny to be like, "You doing all right?" But yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that moment. Like, I mean, just the fact that this game could like affect me emotionally as well as it did. Like, even yeah. that caught me off guard, right? Because it's like, I mean, it's I don't know. It's just like it's very rare when games get to like affect me emotionally in that sort of way, and I. I I actually like found myself thinking about it afterwards like wow I'm like I'm like super pleasant like I'm I'm really happy that the game was able to capture me in in that way you know Yeah definitely And I mean like the whole story like he seems on top of things in the beginning like he's he's got a good uh except for that he can't pay his rent and then um, he's doing Spidey things. He puts uh, Fisk away, and then everything goes downhill. 
and he just loses control of everything and uh mj kind of helps him get on top of everything even though they're kind of salty at each other (laughs) yeah and uh you know just the whole dynamic between all the characters is like gripping it it really catches like the player's uh heartstrings and i think that's something not a lot of games can do nowadays Mm -hmm. or if they ever really was able to do (laughs) yeah well i definitely think there are other games that can do it but i think part of the advantage that this game has is it's very clearly catering to the kind of person who is familiar with Spider-Man as a character, you know, whether that's mm-hmm. in the comics or through the different movies or TV shows that have been released. Like, you know, one of the things that I've definitely appreciated about certain, um, like, comic book movies or just different, uh, like, superhero IPs is that, um, like, especially when it comes, like, Batman and Spider-Man kind of come to mind is, you know how many different Batman and Spider-Man movies did we get where like every single time a new one is made, they have to do the, like the origin story, right? Like how many times have we seen the Spider-Man origin story or the Batman origin story and shit like that. But you know, in like in recent years, they have kind of pivoted away from that because we've gotten so much content of those characters that we know those origin stories, right? Like, we know that Spider-Man is bit by a radioactive spider and then builds his own web-slingers, right? Mm-hmm. The game doesn't waste time on, you know, building that stuff up and, like, you know, trying to, like, demonstrate Peter's relationship by, you know, just starting them. It, yeah. It just, you know, it just jumps into it, you know? Like, we don't have to worry about what Spider-Man's relationship with these people are because we already know what their relationship is. And the game does a fantastic job of demonstrating, like, this is his relationship with MJ. Like, they they were together and then they broke up. And, you know, that's all you really need to know. You know, you don't need to right. know why or you don't need to know the minute details. That's all you really need to know. And all you need to know about him and Aunt May is that Aunt May works at a homeless shelter and, you know, she's a good person and... Peter really looks up to her and the game does a great job of demonstrating that too. And And then she dies and then she dies and the game does a great job of demonstrating that she's dead because they bury her. Yeah. Because she's, because she's literally dead and Spider-Man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it's, (laughs) it's just little things like that where like the game doesn't waste time both in gameplay and in the story, I would say on, you know, like, the things that really don't matter you know what i mean yeah like uncle ben gets brought up like four times total (laughs) yeah like we all know uncle ben is dead we don't need to know why he's dead we just know that he is and spider-man is affected by it but you know aunt may is there for him anyway and then she dies and then she dies and nobody is there for peter except for mj except for mj who might also die you never know and miles Mm -hmm. oh yeah can we talk about miles uh, really quick before we talk about Miles, I want to jump into some um, that's been in the works for a while. So uh, we're going to break away from that for a few seconds, and we'll come right back. Are we taking that a break? Good. No? Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. So we, we've been talking. Um, we'd like to bring in a new segment uh, that uh, I, I dreamt up from recently starting a 
new job and being able to listen to podcasts. Um, so taking inspiration, I would like to announce our first virtual reality where we take a break from whatever we're talking about and discuss um, a current event that we each bring, whether it be gaming related or not, that is up to us. So welcome to the first uh, virtual reality. Uh, if you'd like to kick us off, Tully, if you have anything for us, uh, what would that be? All right. So my current event is not gaming related, <laughs> okay. or at least my, not really a current event, but uh, just a new thing that is coming out. So not all of the listeners might know this, but I know Declan knows this. I love Legos. Yeah. I I have like just a bunch of different Lego sets and I just, I love putting them together. Uh, I, I mean, I, I grew up playing with Legos. Like my dad grew up playing with Legos and I inherited some of his and his siblings, like old school Legos from like the eighties and nineties and shit like that. So, you know, I, I had Legos from like, I came out of the womb holding Lego bricks, right? <laughs> yeah. Somehow um, they got into your mother's womb. We're not going to talk about how. <laughs> yeah. I don't listen. I don't question it. All I know is that I I'm holding Lego bricks in my very first baby picture and I don't I don't know. I don't ask. <laughs> wow. um, <laughs> but uh one of my favorite things that Lego has been doing recently is catering to like its older audience, um specifically like adults and shit. And one of the ways they've been doing that is these very like intricate like thousands of piece sets. And uh they just came out with a new one recently. It's okay. the uh, the Star Wars ATAT, like the big four legged things in a, right. a new, or is it not a New Hope? Um, fuck, I can't remember what it's called. I always get them mixed up. Whatever. The, the things that Star you Wars have to wrap up their legs in, like the Lego games. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> in the Battle of Hoth, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so this set, it's coming out November twenty sixth, and this thing is fucking huge. It is two feet tall whoa like really <laughs> i dude i swear to god it is two what? fucking feet tall damn it's two feet tall and like 10 inches wide that's Shit. fucking that's huge massive. dude this thing is crazy and it's like it like it's fully like mobile and here i'll uh guess how many pieces it is two feet tall i'm gonna say Somewhere in the three thousands for bricks. It is six thousand seven hundred pieces. Oh my god! Well, I got half of it. It's only one, <laughs> one foot. Yeah, it is. It's fucking awesome. The only problem, eight hundred dollars. <laughs> but <Ooh. laughs> yeah, the thing about those, like they they call them the USC sets. They have a bunch of different ones. They have like a Millennium okay. Falcon. They have uh, a clone gunship from the clone. Uh, or from the the prequel trilogy, that one looks fucking mm -hmm. sick too, by the way. Um, and this is their newest one, and all of them are usually pretty expensive. Like they're almost all of them are over like five hundred to six hundred dollars, which is, you know, it's a pretty steep fucking price. But I mean, mm -hmm. they're just they're so cool because it's like it's the closest you can get to like being like super intricate with Lego, because you know. You can really only do so much with, like, the smaller Lego sets. But with these big ones, it's, like, I mean, you're getting, like, pretty... Like, it looks really accurate. It's fucking crazy. Damn. 
uh, one that I saw recently uh, was that that Mario question mark brick one that like folds out. Yeah. Yeah, I showed you that one. That one looks super cool too. Yeah. I mean, I have that Legos one on my are, Christmas list. Legos are f- like fucking versatile. It's they're just. I mean, Lego is like one of the few children's toys that has like it has like a sort of weird staying power that the that others don't. And I don't know. I just I adore I adore Legos, and I. I wish I could just have, like, have a room dedicated to them. Yeah. Um, Legos. Um, have I ever shown you the uh, the full-scale model of, like, um, the Durham Cathedral that they have inside of the actual cathedral in England? No. Dude, I'll have to show you. That thing is massive. It's like you walk up, and it's, like, on a lower platform, but it's, like to scale a mass the entire castle it's like at the end of it that's crazy <laughs> it's um, crazy what some people can do with lego yeah i know like you you go through the castle tour at the end of like the gift shop and it's just there <laughs> like, wow that's people are really dope. mess with that all right but that's that's my thing so what's what's uh what's your current event all right so i didn't want to get like super political or anything <laughs> so i <laughs> I just have a uh, a gaming related one. Um, I know I told you about it earlier. Um, the GTA tr- uh, trilogy remake. Yeah. <laughs> How absolutely shitty it looked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've seen screenshots. This thing looks terrible. It I've is... seen some, and it's it's rough in certain it's horrendous. spots for sure if we don't get gta 6 we get fucking gta trilogy remastered looks like it should be running on my iphone 7 you know yeah i don't know it's really disappointing because it's like you know we've gotten it would be cool that they're re-releasing these games but they've re-released them before on other consoles they're on Mm -hmm. like they're on phones for christ's sake so it's not like they're super like hard to get access to and I mean, like you were saying, you know, like the remasters don't look all that great to begin with. Like they look super like janky. They somehow look worse than the originals. Right. Like I prefer to have the uh, old sprites. Yeah. Cause it's not even like, it's kind of an upgrade, but it's just, it looks so, it just looks weird. You know, It, it just looks like they smoothed out the pixels. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It, it does not look great. But the issue I have with it, I wouldn't mind them doing a re-release, is that they, when they announced it, it was like, while you're waiting for GTA 6 in seven years, here's something to hold you over, the re-release, and then they put it out and it looked absolutely fucking shit. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) they didn't put any effort into it. Yeah. And I was watching a video and like they had a part where it's raining and it literally looks like they put like a raining filter over the front. Like (laughs) it looks fucking horrible. Yeah. It's, it's really weird because it's just, it's so ugly. I know. Yeah. That's all I brought. (laughs) Yeah. Like at least I should say it's the people that look ugly. Like everything else I would say looks fine, but the people look super weird. Yeah, the, 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 they look like aliens wearing like human costumes. Yeah, it looks like it looks like if a PS One game got upgraded to the PS Two. 
It's it's like playing an old game on a high resolution TV. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's just it's weird. It, like I it, it doesn't mesh well. It'll it'll be nice because it gives like there are definitely certain people who will use this as, as an opportunity to experience like, you know, like the classic GTA games, like the mm-hmm. games that really got this franchise started as what it is. But I don't know. Yeah. It's just it's hard to look past like I almost weirdly prefer the way these games used to look, you know? Yeah. Ultimately it's just a cash grab because no one's buying GTA anymore because everyone owns a copy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But yeah. I mean, who can blame them? It's it's one of their biggest uh, selling points, and you know, all kinds of game companies are kind of lazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it but, is but what rightfully it is. so because like these guys are like whipped. If you're not a high standing person in these places, it's like game over. You're working like twenty hours a day. Yeah, that's like I mean, if you know where to look, like. Definitely, gaming is definitely a tough field to to get into. At least game development, I should say. Yeah. And, I mean, it's the gaming industry is infamous for you know overworking their people for not worth it pay, and you know that's that's a discussion for a whole other time. I would say, but I mean, it's it really is a problem. Yeah. Um, other than that, Elden Ring coming out in February. Yeah, we got some gameplay. I didn't. I haven't watched it yet. Is I it am any good? so excited. It looks so fucking good. I'm excited too. I I've been really looking forward to this release for sure. Yeah. Um, plus, it's uh, made by um, J.R.R. Martin, right? Like the story. I believe so. Yeah, I believe he wrote it. Yeah, and uh, he's infamous for not finishing anything. <laughs> Yeah, this is why, because he's busy yeah. fucking writing video one, game lore. One sentence a day, and he's like, I gotta I gotta take a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. At this rate, we're never going to get Game of Thrones. Right. Um, but yeah, I didn't want to take up too much time there. Uh, but yeah, um, if you have any uh, feedback on that kind of a segment, I think it was nice. Uh, but just leave us uh, an, an email. You can uh, reference that. Uh, when we close up but for now let's get back into uh spider-man you wanted to talk about miles morales yeah so the thing i appreciated about this game is i mean a they included miles at all right Right. like i like i said i didn't know coming into this that miles was going to be in it let alone like be a pretty important character in the story and i just think i just think they wrote him super well you know like he's this kid who like just lost his dad and Mm. like all of a sudden he has to like he has to grow up super fast because he doesn't have a father figure anymore and you know i think using miles as sort of like like it sort of gives spider-man a character to like be a mentor for almost and Mm. i think like using using Miles as an opportunity to not only further Miles's own story and eventually lead up to Spider-Man Miles Morales but also using it as a great opportunity for like showing 
the character development that Aunt May and Peter have themselves. Um, I just think I think they did a great job with with his character and using him super well in the way that they did. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I'm just you know like finally having it like it, it breaks up the story. You know, it like it it takes it takes all the attention off of uh, Spider Man for a bit, moves on to someone else, just like the the Mary Ga- the Mary Jane segments. Like you can have mm-hmm. a little break from your punchy punch and you can do some stealth stuff. Yeah. I definitely saw a lot of people when this game came out complaining about the MJ segments, but I really didn't mind them all that much. I like you said, I thought I thought it was a great way to kind of break up not necessarily the monotony of playing as Spider Man because, you know, Spider Man playing as Spider Man fucking rules. But I think mm-hmm. it's a nice, it's definitely a nice change of pace where it's like, okay, we're going to, like, you're moving at a million miles an hour as Spider-Man. Now let's, like, let's take a fucking chill pill and do, like, a nice little short stealth segment and, you know, yeah. kind of regain our, our, our shit here. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's a nice little exposition dump, too. It's like, um, th- they can they can flesh out some more story parts for you while you're doing that. Yeah, for sure. Stuff that Spider-Man wouldn't usually be able to get to. Mm-hmm. And especially the uh, the Mary Jane segment with the defusing the bomb, and you can command Spider-Man to do attacks and see him like crawling on the ceiling and stuff. I thought that was super cool. Yeah, that stuff was really cool. Like, I mean, just kind of speaking to those points in general, like, I really appreciated that every time the game made you do another MJ or... Uh, Miles' stealth segment, they always introduced, like, a new little thing, whether it was, like, the the distractions you could throw or Miles' like, hacking app that he made or, uh, like you were saying, like, using MJ to command Spider-Man to take out different enemies. Like, I, I really appreciated that, like, even in those segments, the game is always introducing something new to keep it, like, fresh. Yeah, the only issue with that is you can kind of just sprint to the end. <laughs> and people but that's won't. also kind of a nice thing, is they're never super, yeah. like, they're never too long, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of just like, you can either flesh, if flesh it out, take your time, or kind of just run past everything. Uh, yeah. But you're still probably going to get caught either way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean... You know... I do... I do have one more question for you. Okay, go for it. So I've been thinking about this a lot, mm-hmm. and I looked at, you know, many a loading screen, many many a suit, and yeah. Spider-Man doesn't have a bulge. What? Is Spider-Man Kendall Smooth? What did you just ask me? <laughs> <laughs> wanna, I need to know. You want to you want to repeat that? Does Spider-Man have a micropenis and or have no penis at all and is Ken Doll smooth? Spider-Man has a cock. Spider-Man. Where's, the, where's the bulge? He's got a thick ass. Is I mean, maybe some of his penis is in his ass. Oh, yeah, he tucks... He, does he tuck it into his own asshole? T- yeah, t- tucks and rolls it. <laughs> Do you think Spider-Man wears tucking underwear? Listen, 
there's no way Spider-Man doesn't have a <laughs> cock because because um, Mary Jane was very concerned at the fact that Spider-Man might have gotten Black Cat knocked up in the DLC. So obviously he's got a cock. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Deductive reasoning. But yeah, um, I also did notice that his ball is non-existent. Maybe he's just got like a the the angry inch or a two inch punisher or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I'm just saying, like maybe he can beat the shit out of someone, but maybe it's kind of hard for him to get it up. I don't know. Maybe who knows? Maybe the only way he gets a boner is by beating people up. Oh my god! Does that mean he beats the shit out of MJ before they have sex? I hope not. Jesus. That would definitely make me like Spider-Man less. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> that's so fucked. <laughs> uh, you were actively looking for Spider-Man's bulge. After that, you went I was. On, you, you went R34 and was like, Spider-Man. No, because then Spider-Man has more than just a bulge. He's got like a 30-foot cock. Listen, he's he's slinging different kinds of ropes on Rule Thirty Four. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I was gonna talk about Peter's and uh, Doc Ock's relationship, but I think that's good enough. I think we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? I think I think that's enough Spider Man for me. <laughs> about that, I'm good. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh man I, I guess I should probably touch base a tiny bit on it um, I think it was set up beautifully how they were they were partners and they, they lifted each other up and then in the end Doc Ock is so far down the rabbit hole that he's trying to verbally manipulate um, and emotionally mani- manipulate Spider-Man after he is one I thought that was a uh, that was a, a great, a great, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I've said dynamic a lot, but I think it's a great dynamic. <laughs> I, the, the stuff with Doc Ock made me more emotional than the stuff with Aunt May, honestly. Yeah, I mean, especially in that end when he's like, you can rest easy knowing your secret's safe with me if you help me out. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, like it's like it's trying, just so crushing. Yeah, the, the like how many angles he's trying to go for at once is just it's heartbreaking after seeing and them together for so long. All the times Peter talks about how like you know, he says he worshiped Doc Ock and he hates that he's making him do this and all the while he's still trying to get him to, you know, come back to to being the good guy again. It's just it's really soul crushing. Yeah. I mean, but some sometimes it's a lost cause. Like a uh, one quote that I took away from that is uh, when Spider-Man's talking with MJ closer to the end of the game, and he's like, "When is it too? Or when is it time to give up on a friend?" And you know, I've had a couple instances in uh, my time knowing how that is you know how painful that can be um Mm -hmm. and i'm sure most people have too um 
and you know it's just it's it speaks volumes when a game like this can connect with people on such an emotional level yeah absolutely. it's a fucking superhero game it's a fucking yeah. you know and it, it it really it really nails what it's going for and i appreciate that yeah for sure i think this is like i i just thought you know this game was a great time overall and i think i'm super glad that we played it for the show yeah and i'm glad i picked it let's go <laughs> um but yeah uh that's that's it for me that's all i got yeah that's about all i got too sweet next episode time baby what you, what you next got next episode me? time all right so i was thinking a lot about this and we we've done quite a few i say quite a few but it actually hasn't been all that many but um we we haven't had we haven't played an indie game since september the last one we played was Hades. The last two games have been... Or this is actually technically the, the last three games have been, like, all AAA titles. So we're gonna yeah. we're gonna go back to some, some, like, some nice, like, small studio indie game. And, you know, I, I've been itching for that, for that co-op experience again. You know what I mean? Like, that nice mm-hmm. couch co-op. So we're gonna play a little game called Cuphead. What? Cuphead? Yeah. Cuphead. Oh, we're gonna fucking die. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> that fucking sucks. You wanna play bullet hell game? Yeah. Dude, I'm gonna break the controller Cuphead. over my knee. <laughs> I dude. Cuphead is my shit. Oh, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't excited. I'm 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 excited, but I am nervous. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. B- believe me, it was harder. It was definitely hard for me to come to this conclusion that I wanted to play Cuphead. <laughs> but I, I was. I've just been really itching for that. For that nice, nice, nice aesthetic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you thought me ripping the, uh, the cables out of the GameCube was bad for Ocarina of Time, uh, I'm not sure how I'm gonna fare here. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see it. Dude, we're not going to get past the tutorial. If that one game journalist couldn't do it, how are we going to? Dude, I have no idea. Your guess is as good as mine, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> you can't dash and jump at the same time? That's unheard of. Anyway. Well, that's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm excited and uh, scared shitless. So <laughs> let's go. I'll just make sure to protect all my controllers. Okay. <laughs> Put it in a uh, bubble wrap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right, cool. Well, that's All the right. show everyone. Um yeah. You know, sick nasty plugging our shit. Uh if you'd like to send us listener questions, give us feedback on uh, our VR segment that we're going to be implementing, uh hit us up at callasapointpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you'd like updates about the show daily, uh, well, maybe not daily, um, but just, you know, slice of life type shit. If uh, any of us feel like posting, uh, you can check out our Twitter at call us save point and, uh, you know, make sure to leave us a review on Apple podcast. Uh, I am the only one who has left a review and it is five stars, so I don't need to break my own ankles. <laughs> But, um, you know, 
I would I would be amazed to see even a one star review, uh, but I would also have to uh, get my my gear together in my yellow plastic bag. That's a Utopia reference, by the way. Yeah, I've been watching um, a show called Utopia. <laughs> I don't know if anyone watching this will get that reference. Yeah, the the uh, the British cult classic TV show Utopia. Um, yeah. I am invested in that. It might be one of my favorite shows of all time now. But uh, it's a good show. I recommend you guys listen to it or uh, watch it. But yeah, it is great if you want your mind to be blown. Yeah, for sure. That I do want to say. I do want to say first. Um, shout out to Elijah. Uh, oh yeah. Both someone who has sent in questions to the show and uh, a listener. Uh, he he hooked me up with a, a copy of Sonic Mania on Steam, so I figured I'd give him a shout out. So, yeah, and uh, me, thanks, buddy. Sonic Lost World. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you are right. the man. Send us in another listener question. I love hearing from you. Yeah, your questions are great. We'd love to hear from you again. Yeah, and uh, any conversation topic we can talk about, man. You hit us with the heavy hitters. I am. I've been missing it, but uh. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's the but show. Actually, everyone. also though, while I'm thinking about it, uh, oh, emails snap. are a good way to send in, uh, you know, topics for our new VR segment or uh, even even uh, game suggestions too. We'd love whether they're for the show or not. Like just you know, games we think you think we'd like. I think that'd be cool to to get some some listener recommendations for that kind of stuff. Yeah, that, and I'd love to uh, have a game neither of us have played and. We can uh, experience it for the first time together, and you know, talk about games that you like. So, um, yeah, for sure, I'm totally on board with that. And uh, yeah, uh, we record usually um, the Saturday before um, we uh, post, so two days before our normal posting. So, any kind of events you want to send in to us for our uh, VR segment will still be fresh uh, based on when you listen to it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, feel free. Um, you can use that email for anything, even if you just want to send us a dick pic. We w- won't talk about it, but uh, it'll be there. Well, we might if it's funny enough. Like, if it- you put googly <laughs> eyes on it, I think that'd be funny. I'd talk yeah, about that. Literally a trouser snake? Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I guess try it. Unless you're related to either of us, that mm. yeah, that might be uh, not great. Yeah, but yeah. Um, thanks for <laughs> listening, everyone, and uh, <laughs> we'll see you soon. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye.